We're listening. What? Your Spotify is on. Do 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 it doesn't have the same oomph. Well, you're not in my head right now, and my head is so impressive. You know. So I should I should I should record my. I've got all the gear. I should record stuff like that and sell it to like those stock audio websites. Make big buck. I would. I, yeah, I, I guess. So this is the show where uh, we uh, uh, review mm-hmm. uh, 007 films. Yes. And sometimes it's both of us. Sometimes it's just me, except for all of the time moving forward, because <laughs> last time it was just me and that was no good. We what, uh, I, what I was trying to say is, Daphne, we're listening. We're back. The band is back together. We're not. Or that, what did she say? For, for the love of all things cinematic. Yeah, something along Grow those lines. Grow a pair and be in the episode. I think that's yeah. I think that's what which and is we're derogatory. I don't, we're here. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm listen. So here's the thing. Sure. This is our fifth 007 film. By my count, that is correct. It is our first non-Eon 007 film. It sure was. And by that, I mean a 007 film that's not a part of the main continuity. And yes. was produced by a company other than Eon. Oh, I thought you meant it had been eons since we recorded an episode. It also feels like that's true <laughs> from a 007 standpoint. Yes. Um, but here's the thing. Mm. What, what do you think the odds are that Daphne has seen this film? I'm assuming, like, I would assume she's seen it because she's, she's seems like quite the 007 connoisseur but i don't know but these are like not the double these are not you know yeah they're like the 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 these two are the offshoots and so i yeah. wonder like you know if you were to tell me right now she's seen all of the eon 007 films i'd go yeah absolutely i totally right that. okay i see yeah but if you were also to say she hasn't seen the two non-eon 007 films mm. i would go okay yeah 100 percent. you know whatever yep for those of you who don't know who we are or who daphne is mind mm-hmm. your own business um <laughs> No, we're the movie men. We're mo- we're the movie men. Uh, I'm one of them. I'm the other. Yes. I'm Pete. And that's how we shall be referred to <laughs> as one of them and the other. I'm Pete. Um, and that- Daphne is uh, a Facebook fan. Well, she's also a person. She's she's. We think. We've both met her. What yeah. You, like, but they can like computers. We don't know anything. Like, oh, you think she's like a robot? I, hey, it could be. I'm not saying she is. I'm just saying we don't know if she's not. Could be, could be. But I would like. I don't know if that would make me appreciate her any less. Oh no, not at all. I wouldn't. Not at all. I wouldn't devalue her as a as a android. Just no, no, not at all. You know, she's got processing power and yeah, a download speed. Sure. Um, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a curveball at you. Do it up. So. Uh, so the way that we do these 007 films, we're working through them. Um, 
all 27 of them, because there is mm. 27 if you count the two non-Eon films. Right. Uh, I had never seen any 007 films. So we're mm. watching them start to finish. Yes. Doing it the only way you can do it. Well. No. Mm. No. Uh, That's the only way you can. Uh, um, and we are, uh, we have a ranking system. Sure. Eight categories. Yep. Uh, we rank them on scale of one to 10. Mm-hmm. Zero to 10. Zero yes. to 10. Yep. And uh, then we find our average, which you do by adding <laughs> up all the numbers and then dividing it by the numbers right. of numbers that you have. That's right. Yeah, I had to Google that. Yeah. I had to Google how do you find the average. It's been a long time. Right. Um, and then that's our number. And then we rank it in the list of them based on that. Right. Curveball time. Sure. I didn't. I didn't do that for this one. What the hell? Well, okay. Hear me out. And I think I know. I can. Where you're going. I can do it real quickly right now if you want me to. I but sh- I'm not going to. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Because l- listen, here's the thing. I spoiler alert. I enjoyed this film. Sure. However, with the ranking system that we have, with the ranking mm. system that we rank, yep, regular James Bond films with. Sure. This film is doomed to score very low. Sure. Because there are no gadgets in this film. There were some, but they weren't meant to be cool. Barely. Yeah. Uh, It has a great reoccurring, like a a theme song that they like beat to death over and over and over (laughs) throughout the film. But it's not, and and I loved it. It's actually 100% swear to God going to be my ringtone because (laughs) I loved it. Prove it. Uh, But it's not a good, but it's not a good Bond song. No. Right? Like, it's not your stereotypical Bond song. The fighting, the whatever else. Mm -hmm. So, I was like, I feel like, I feel like we shouldn't use it for this one. Okay. Because it's not going to do it justice. Sure. But but I feel like you did. So, I'm curious. So, so let me me say this. I used it, but I used it and I agree with you. It was funky to use because it wasn't really didn't really coordinate with the type of film it was but i because right, it's but like I, portrayal of bond while yeah. the portrayal of bond was miserable right. but that was their goal so yes. they succeeded what I, what and, i will and say and i have to mark it low for that like i don't i didn't like that and I, uh, what i will say is i made sure the film ranking didn't hurt as a result so there were times where it wasn't really transferable translatable my my ranking of the film isn't altered by this scale. So for example, with portrayal of bond, I still use that category, but I just kind of used it for, okay, what were their, what were their intentions? This is what I'd rank it. Okay. So give me, give me, give me your list. Give me, you know, I don't, I don't have one for you. I have a, I have a ranking for the film. Sure. So I can still put it on. Yep. I can still put it on the list. Mm -hmm. So I'll go category by category. Yeah, Yeah. 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 All right. So, and should I, yeah. I mean, yeah. should I rank it as we go? No, I don't want to do that. I don't think so, because it Cause sounds I, like you did I wanna, a little I want to put, th- well, and I want to be able to put proper thought into it. And sure. Huh? Yeah. So we'll just wait till the end, and then I'll tell you what I scored it. Okay. So I, I did not like it as much as you did. I did not. Okay. Uh, I, I, f- I feel typical. like. If I, typically, if I love a film, you're like, eh. <laughs> But the exception is a lot of these James Bond films, we've been in line to a T. 
So right. This, this might be often one we different. score exactly the same. It's like quite honestly, Weirdly. exactly. Yeah. It's weird. Okay. I just I felt like this was two hours of my life. I'll never get back. But I wouldn't. Why would you want it back? <laughs> That's like a, it's a happy donation. Sure. So, in the plot section, I I wanted to make a note of this because. The James Bond was kind of the OG Tiger King. Like he had lions and like big cats on his. Oh property. yeah, like he was. Uh, that's pretty dope. He I was feel, swagger. <laughs> I feel it was a bit too soon for a Hitler lookalike in this film, don't you? No. Yeah. No. Okay. No. In the sixties, sixty-seven. Yeah. It had been twenty-two years. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so. In I just two, wanted in, to make in a, a year and a half it. from now, every stand-up comedian's act is going to be riddled with COVID jokes. So I mean, yeah, whether that's right you know, or not, but yeah, it, too it will soon be doesn't soon. exist anymore. Yeah. Um, my one note, just from a plot perspective, I literally don't understand how he went from being in a car, James Bond, that is, to being in captivity with uh, Le Chiffre. Oh well. You don't need to know. Yeah, that was the one to. thing. That was the one thing where I was like, <laughs> "I was like, what? Was there? Did I? Did I skip the, the abridged scene? version?" Like, yeah. What's... Um, my final note regarding the plot is, and I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget it. What the shit is this? I. What do you mean? You know, no, just so, the whole so, film. I mean, I, this is it's like I a under- film. I understand, and this film did some things that I thought were clever. And I've I've watched films like this before where I understand theoretically what the film is doing. And I go, hey, that's kind of funny. Like, you know, James Bond celibate and, you know, all these plays on the cliches that James Bond is. And I understood it. I appreciated it. But I, I, I didn't necessarily laugh as much as I should have at times or I wasn't as enthralled by it as I maybe the film was wanting me to be. I so, LOL'd. I laughed out loud, like by myself, alone. <laughs> so not like, I didn't, it wasn't like social laughing out loud. Right. No. It was like, I, I couldn't not laugh. See, with me, I didn't have as much of a reaction to the film. I think I like just theoretically appreciate it more. Like when I've talked to you about it, it's, hey, isn't it funny that X, Y, Z are happening? Like they're, playing on all these tropes of James Bond. And, and it's more like the appreciation for what they were trying to do. Right. So for those of you who haven't seen it, it's it's a, it's a like a comedy spoof mm-hmm. of, double o, of, of the 007 franchise up until this point. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I give the plot a three out of 10. Just cool. Yeah. The only thing I want to add. So yeah, there's, I, I mean, I would say there's, there's moments when the plot struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say out of the five we've watched, I think plot aside, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's the strongest premise that it, you yeah. have a 007 who, that like they need to find sort of a stand in 007 and the actual 007 is like, <laughs> is, is the point man back in the, like, I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. you know. I really liked it. I really liked the premise. I was like, ooh, this is interesting. Like, this hmm. is an interesting mission. It's different. Yeah. That's such a backhanded compliment. <laughs> That's such a, like, a what? 
true. <laughs> Don't I look nice? You look different, dear. How does this dress make me look? Well, not fat. What? I mean, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, for portrayal of Bond, I have nothing really to say just because it was so different. Um, I mean, we had three different bonds. We had three different bonds, and Woody they were Allen, all, yeah, uh, Peter Sellers, yep. And then who played the OG one? I really liked him. Uh, I don't, and I like to stutter. Yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah, the, multiple different bonds. I, I just gave it a three out of ten. I just because it kind of mirrored just my thoughts on the film, and that's that's just kind of what I gave it. Yeah, Woody Allen played Jimmy Bond. Jimmy, right, because he was the nephew. Yeah. Um, the one that whose doctors, the one who has an incredibly low threshold for death. Mm, yes. And his doctor said that, yeah, he's not, he's not supposed to have any bullets enter his body. <laughs> right. See, I'm talking about it now, and you're like... Yeah, I, I can't describe it. Like when I watched this film, it just fell flat. And just some of the intellect, like just intellectually just talking about it. I'm like, okay, this is, this is clever. But for some yeah. reason, just when I watched it, I was like, oh my gosh. All right. All right. Yeah. I can't just, I, I can't explain why. The next section is the villain, which actually I gave it the second highest scoring of all the categories. I gave it a five out of 10. I absolutely Ooh. adored Orson Welles as Le Chief. Yeah. It, it honestly made it for me. And when I say I didn't appreciate this movie as much, Orson Welles was the only saving grace for me. He he was fantastic as Le Chief. Specifically, just there was one scene where I literally laughed out loud. His whole sequence in the casino when he did his levitation trick right like i was actually laughing out loud and i was like what in the actual f am i watching like what is this like he was taught this levitation trick by quote-unquote an ancient vegetarian it's uh i don't know i don't know how you're ranking things so low man can i actually i want to switch my villain i'm gonna give it a seven out of ten just because i love that i love that scene so much um, what did just, you see? Now I'm curious. What did you do? You, do you have your past ranking things on there? Not. I have like my overall scores for the films, uh, but okay. not not for like. I'm just wondering one. if that like if that was higher than what you gave Goldfinger. Probably not Goldfinger, but the other ones I think I gave quite low. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I think Orson Welles was fantastic. I loved just one more thing about that, like specifically with him. I loved the sequence where he blows up his henchman who's on the payphone and it blows open the Berlin Wall and the east side is flooding the west side. And aside from it being pretty baller, it was just so funny that that the villain component is something I did appreciate. So good. The next section gadgets, you know, it's a three out of ten. I understand it's not meaning to dazzle us like other James Bond films. Obviously, with a magnetic homing beacon and a submarine scope, it's not that impressive. What I did think was a little impressive 
in a dark, sinister way is there was that Sweeney Todd-esque body remover that put people in the deep freezer that that one uh, woman had. Yes. Did you catch that? Yep. Yeah. So that that um that that was the only kind of actual kind of gadget, but the rest were just kind of mundane. So I gave it a three out of ten. Okay. The fights and the action, I I, I gave it a one out of ten. Yeah, it's pretty. It doesn't. It's yeah. It's not an action film. It's not. The, the there was some when they were at that like auction fight scene. Some of the representatives from each country was mildly com- comical. I loved Tactic 33A, where they just speed walk, then they crawl, and whoever's following them trips over them. Right? I mean, I've never thought of that before. The movie lays into how bad of a movie it is. <laughs> right. If, it, the th- if, the movie, if the movie had tried to be a serious movie, it would have been awful. The thing is, t- Tactic 33A is not that far out from some of James Bond's escape tactics. Like, up to this point, he literally just, like, trolls people into letting him out of locked cells, climbs out of air ducts that are, like, six feet tall. I mean, Tactic 33A is comical and farcical, but it's it's really a fun play on James Bond. Like, it's not that far from the truth. Yeah, and do you know what's interesting, too? I was thinking about this last night. Sure. Um, it, although at times the plot, the action, the gadgets aren't as good as an actual 007 film. Sure. If you take all of that away okay. and you try to isolate just the acting, just the performances. Sure. I would say the acting in this film is no worse <laughs> than in any of the other 007 films. I can't argue with you. I cannot. Right? I can't. <laughs> it's, like not, it's, it's not like there was never a moment where you're watching it and you're like, ah, oh, this is painful. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, boy. Yeah, you, you've, you've hit the nail on the head there. Um, the next is bond girl you know which one i don't know there were so many he had a daughter there was all these other strong female leads in this in this film i, I just gave it a two out of ten just because the I, I daughter just generally... that was like if you weren't my dad i might be into you or something what the shit like what <laughs> oh, they... it was so funny it was, <laughs> it was so funny it was <laughs> yeah i don't know i i'm i'm get the feeling that like everything Everything in this film that you thought was kind of weird, I thought was comedy gold. Right. Like I truly I I truly think this film was genius at moments. Right. Like specifically when the 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 couch is like the whole thing where she's like the 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 woman's luring Evelyn back to her bed sure. by talking about his book. <laughs> It's like I keep I keep your I need you to come look over this book which I keep in my bed and it's like this whole back and forth right. and there's like and so they they, they get him she gets him back mm-hmm. and they're they're in that 
in in ground couch thing, which right. I just kept thinking the whole time, I want one of those. <laughs> that yeah. is so cool. I want right. an in ground couch. And so sure. then anyway, she's like, let's go to my bed. And she like presses a button and the whole couch starts mm. lowering into the floor. Right. And she's like looking at him all seductively. Mm-hmm. And his line <laughs> is, do you get a lot of complaints from your neighbors? And it's like... <laughs> It's just I don't know. Right. I was I was rolling out of bed laughing at that. <laughs> it had some moments. It had some moments. Um for me the supporting characters I just I felt they weren't they were a little weak. I mean Woody Allen is Woody Allen but I just being the head of Smirsh and just his whole inadequacy I'm... sequence it, it just fell a little yeah. flat on me. I loved who was the who was the actor who played um who was the actor that played Sir James Bond's like oh. almost like his cue, right? Like hmm. he had oh. he had black hair and he was like really goofy and like right had a strong strong English accent. I thought he was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I thought he he made the film for me anytime he was on screen. Right, right. Um, I don't know why I have this in the supporting character section, but I thought it was kind of cool watching the changing of the guard sequence amidst that whole BS flying saucer. <laughs> but it was cool watching the changing of the guard. I just think it's fascinating watching something that hasn't changed at the time in the 60s where everything else we watched is so dated, but that one thing has stayed the same and it's still the same mm. today. I think there's just something cool about that, but... Yes. Yeah. Um, Which, have next, you ever seen that in real life? I have. Yeah. Yeah, and, it's and so that's cool. What, I saw it in Ottawa. That's what... And it's just... That's what it stuck out to me because it's like I... Everything else is ni- so 1960s. Everything. And... Yeah. But that one thing is exactly the same. And I, I, there's just it's, something... It's, and and has been for many years prior to that. Well, that's the thing. And when even, you see it in real life, yeah. it's it's like it's out of time. Yeah, like even someone watching this film in the '60s could watch that and be like, "Hey, that's so crazy that that hasn't changed since the '50s or prior to that." You know, like it's very mm-hmm. cool that it's so consistent. Uh, there's just something yeah. to be said about that. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Bond song, song Bond song. The Bon Jong song. I I friggin' love this song. Because it's so comedic and it's so like slapsticky sounding. Uh, And they use it over and over and over (laughs) and over. They almost use it more than the friggin' Homeward Bound song. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing. I gave it a good score, but not for the same reasons you did. Okay. Uh, I gave it a 6 out of 10. And uh, not for the intro credits... Obviously not. No, nope, nope, nope. Not like normal James Bond songs where there's, you know, the the main theme. And not for like the Casino Royale song either, like James Bond, quote unquote, James Bond winning lots of money at Casino Royale. The reason I actually that gave it- That was so good. That was so, <laughs> so funny. It was, it was so on funny. the nose. It was. The reason I actually gave it a six out of 10 and I enjoyed it was I didn't realize, I don't know a lot about Burt Bacharach, I just know his name, but he did the musical score for this film and he got a ton of praise for it. He also got specifically an Oscar nomination for his original song, which I didn't realize was from this movie, which is The Look of Love. 
Yeah. I, I've seen it in so many other films. Mm-hmm. I never in a thousand years would have guessed, hey, it's from this 1967 farcical Casino Royale. And I think there was just something to be said about this is a classic song. I, I need to give it a good score. So that's the song I considered the Bond song. And that's why I gave it a good score. Cool. The other category is not actually included in the score, but I add on one for the one-liners. And there were two that stuck out to me. The one was at, I think it was M's house, because it was around his funeral. And they said the toupee being regarded as a heirloom. Right. That was pretty dope. Not going to lie. The other... I just got to say it again. Orson Welles was just such a boss in this film. I loved every second he was in it. But <laughs> I lo- I laughed so hard at his sequence where he did the, the levitating woman. But <laughs> when, when he says, excuse me, madam, sorry to keep you hanging around. I literally laughed out loud. I literally yeah. did. Yeah, It was so good. So ultimately, this is probably my lowest scoring Bond film. I gave it originally a three point one two five out of ten, but I bumped it to a one point or sorry a three point three. So it got raised a little bit because while we were talking, I figured it was a shame to give Le Chief Orson Welles not as high a score as I did. So it got bumped to a three point three. Right. Uh, this is where we diverge, my friend. I think so. I think so. Because uh, I gave it a seven point one. This is my Whoa. highest. This is by far. So the next closest was six point four with Goldfinger. Wow. Uh, and you know what? And I don't. Wow. I don't know that it's the best film, but sure. I had the most fun while watching it. I enjoyed well, it the most. I enjoyed myself. Yeah. The most while watching this film. Right. Wow. Yeah. If I had to rewatch one right now, it'd this be that one. It. Yeah, completely. I can't entirely. fault you. Like, with the exception of Goldfinger, when you say it's the best one, I'm like, you're, you you might not be wrong. I didn't enjoy it, but some of the other Bonds are pretty stank so far. Right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, That's cool. You, you must have some trivia, though. It's just the one, because it's kind of a profound profound question it's, that we've, we've done every week. Yes. Or not every week, but every episode. I want you to guesstimate, to guess, where do you think... Casino Royale version 1967 ranks on the tomato meter of all the James Bond films. So currently there are 26, soon to be 27. But where do you think this film ranks between 1 to 26? I now, have a guess. Now, I have now, a desire and I have a guess. Okay. Let me and now let me just bring this the, the audience up to speed. All that we know so far is Goldfinger's number 1 at 98%. Yeah. Three number three is from Russia with love at ninety five. Four which means is that Do- we already, which which means I already disagree with Rotten right. Tomatoes. So. Yeah, and and Doctor No is four at ninety five percent, and Thunderball was six at eighty eight percent. And I think you and I would also like we've we've agreed. I think we're surprised with how high some of those are. Oh, hundred percent, because some of those are hot trash. Quite well, I wouldn't even say they're hot trash. I think they're just trash. They're like wet, gooey trash. Yeah, that's stuck on your shoe. Yeah, even like raccoons are looking at that going, eh, pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so essentially the only options you have are 2, 5, or 7 to 26. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, so my desire mm-hmm. 
is that this would be number two. Okay. okay. That's my desire. That's your desire. Or even number five. Sure. My five. guess, yeah. because we now know that I don't agree with Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. and because I believe that the average moviegoer is maybe not sophisticated enough in their humor sensibilities to fully appreciate this film. Mm. It's it's got to be number twenty six. It's got there's, there's <laughs> everyone must have hated this because I think and right. I think I think if that's the case, I think it's because people approached this wanting a serious James Bond film, and then mm. when they didn't get it, they were disappointed. Right. Well, you're correct. It is twenty sixth, uh, and it that's te- it's but it doesn't the- deserve that. You know, I I would agree. I I didn't enjoy Casino Royale, but it because it's not intending to be serious and it's a comedy. I st- I think it's better than a f- at least two. I'd say it's better than Thunderball, maybe r- from Russia with Love. Oh, everything's I, better than Thunderball. The Room is better than Thunderball. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Lost in Translation is better than. Well, no, never do mind. not do. You know what's something interesting. It's the 26th ranked tomato meter film, but it also was ranked 26%. Huh. Yeah. What are the odds? Well, <laughs> I mean, I could do them. It's a big number. I could do the math. I don't yeah. know. I, I, I probably couldn't do it in an amount of time that wouldn't equal an awkward silence on the air. Do you want me to figure it out? Uh, just DM me the, slim, the answer. The slim. Real slim. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, that that does that wrap it up? It does. Until next time when we Until review time. You Only Live Twice, which mm. is farcical. In, right. Not farcical. It's uh wrong. Uh foul it's 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 a it's a fallacy. Hmm. It's false. It's not true. You only live once, folks. Yeah. Don't jump off a cliff thinking, well YOLO. This is the only the first death. Mm-hmm. You don't, yeah, you only get one. Actually, I don't know that because I haven't died before. <laughs> so maybe, maybe mm, you come back. Mm, eh. What if everyone who you've, w- listen, no, 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 wait. What if when you die, you come back once? What if you live twice and everyone who you've known who has died up until this point just were simply dying for the second time? I, I'm not, I, no. <laughs> mind blown see this is why no. I can't do drugs one of the like, many cause, reasons because this is my normal brain if I did well, this and I took and there's, mushrooms there's also that court ordered uh, document that literally says you're not allowed to do drugs what do you mean court ordered it's just illegal everyone everyone has a court order don't do nar- do not do mm, psychedelics there's, there's one specifically for you because you're on the radar specifically true yeah. that's yeah, my social insurance. Anyways, thank mm-hmm. you so much yes. for listening. Of in court, of well, of course, unless you didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, in which case, screw you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Screw you right to heck. Oh, actually, before we say goodbye, like, follow, subscribe on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. No, don't do those Li- things. No, links no, 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 are no, below. Don't do it. No, don't listen no, to him. Don't do it. Do it. No, and check out it. our Patreon page below. Support the show if you so please. Oh, don't support the show.
<laughs> Goodbye. I've been reading this book about reverse psychology. Just wait. Oh. You just wait next week and see what happens. Interesting. You, still you know, yeah. Wouldn't that blow your mind if like 50 people signed up? I would be... pee myself. Yeah. All cool. over the floor. Cool. Yeah. Mm. Okay, bye. Bye.